I'm Rico. And I'm Jessica. And this is the Always the Critic podcast where a couple of friends review the latest movies, except we literally have zero qualifications to do so. Jessica, how you doing today? I'm doing okay. Could be better. I um, I had my car detailed today, which was good, except right when the detailer was like having me inspect the work, my lift gate on the trunk stopped working. Oh. So it opens but won't close. It was like a whole thing. I spent like 40 minutes with the dude trying to like figure it out and troubleshoot. And like, I don't think it was anything that he did, but he was like super stressed and like trying to help and like wouldn't leave. And I was like, uh, so now I have to go to the dealer and figure mm. it out and Oof. you know, all that stuff. Yeah. That doesn't sound like too much fun. No, it's just adulting things that like you don't like care about as a like, I don't know, 15 year old punk. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, for example, I signed up for my medical benefits from my new job today. There you go. <laughs> so it was just like, you know, going through it detail by detail. Do I want yeah. this coverage or do I want this coverage? And mm-hmm. just little things like that. How much does it cost? What does it cover? What's the deductible? Like, exactly. Oh, it's just all ugh. just please. <laughs> Spare me. Spare me from all of it. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do to take our minds off of adulting, what yeah. we're going to do today is we're going to, instead of looking back, we've done that a lot. We we look mm-hmm. back at old movies. We'll go back to movies that we have probably never seen before and we saw for the first time with our Blind Spot episodes. Um, but today instead... I decided, actually, this was a very good idea from my sister, so I can't take full credit. Ooh, okay. I didn't know. So we are going to look forward. We are going to mention and talk about our most anticipated movies of 2022. Yes. Uh, There are a lot of movies that have already been announced for 2022. Right. Uh, There's trailers, obviously. There's movies that were delayed from last year into this year, so you never (laughs) know. Uh, So we wanted to take a look what's... Coming down the pike here mm-hmm. and really... I keep forgetting that it's January. It feels right. later in the year to It me. already feels later. It, it's so weird. I, I know bizarre. exactly what you feel. Yeah. It's it's weird. It does feel later and I, I can't believe we're still in January. Like yes. it feels like January has already had so many things happen. Like we're done, but no, but it's not in never the mo- ending. Not in the movie world. But no. I'll tell you that because uh, this weekend actually didn't have any wide releases, really. So yeah, it's been a, you know, just a barren. Dead. Yeah, it's oh, so dead it's in the dead. movie theaters. So we're going to talk about our most anticipated movies of 2022. So what we're going to do is we're just going to go back and forth. We each have a list of 10 movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we are excited for, either because yes. we've seen the trailer, we know what's coming down, mm-hmm. um, maybe we know who's directing and who's starring in a specific movie, maybe mm-hmm. we know the plot of a certain movie, and that yeah. is what ex- is exciting us. Um, so without further ado, let's go ahead and let's talk about the year 2022 and yes. what we hope will be a good movie year. So I will let you start first. Okay, uh, so great. we'll go 10 through one, taking turns. 10 through one, I did rank mine. So 10 is like on the scale of one to 10. This is like the le- least excited, but in a relative sense, because there's tons of movies that are left off the list completely. And I'm not quite excited to see those at all. Right. Um. So my number 10 movie is The Batman. <laughs> that comes out on Friday, March 4th, 2022. 
and it stars Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, and a bunch of other people. It is the latest DC superhero movie. Um, I think mostly I'm excited because it's Rob Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Rob Pattinson to me is like the guy with like a philosophy book in a coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> and the movies that he makes are particularly weird and interesting. Yes. So I'm excited to see his take on a superhero. And I don't know what to expect from his performance other than maybe it's not at all like the Batman we've seen in previous iterations. Right. Uh, So that is actually on my list as well. I have Mm -hmm. it at my number eight movie, most anticipated. So not too far off from you. Um, I think what's interesting about this is Matt Reeves, the director of the movie, he is responsible for what I feel is one of the most under-talked about uh, trilogies that we have, which is the Planet of the Apes from the 2010s. Right, okay. I think that that entire trilogy is actually a very well-told story with characters that are fleshed out very well throughout. Uh, Engaging the plot is actually very good. So having someone like Matt Reeves come in, who is director Mm. and co-writer on it, um, I do have some faith in it. Mm. Um, I do we do like, have a trailer for this. We do. One. We have a, several yeah. trailers now. I think <laughs> one of the trailers is a little too much. Like the, it feels like they give yeah. too much away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that one, uh, the you find out that the Riddler knows uh, Batman's identity. Right, which and is so you're a weird like thing. they should have kept that under wraps for yeah. the movie. Like I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and apologize for people who don't watch trailers. We will mention trailer stuff that we have seen here. Mm-hmm. So if you are you know trailer you know you don't really want to hear about it there's going to be movies that we're going to mention the trailer that's all we have like that's all we have so yeah exactly so i just want to go ahead and apologize already uh and something that really excites me is that there's going to be some interesting performances i believe there will be like Mm -hmm. i think that zoe kravitz as catwoman should be a fun performance I don't know what to expect from Colin Farrell's uh, Penguin character. Oh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> but the one that is exciting me is Paul Dano's Riddler because they're not really showing him. They're not the, showing him. that, Which yeah. is a good thing. They're kind of hiding him a little bit through the marketing. Like you get glimpses of him. You hear his voice. One poster has his his figure you know, in it, but you you still don't know what exactly it is. Mm. My guess is what we've seen in the trailer and us knowing like he knows about Bruce Wayne, there's got to be something else. There's got to be a little bit more. So so that's what's intriguing. What I am afraid of with this movie is that it's a little too bloated. Like it feels like there's a little too much. Um, You have Catwoman, you have Riddler, you have Penguin, you have... New Batman. A new Batman. You have what it looks like a Joker gang. Like I can't tell if they're like... Uh, following right. a character who is the Joker or, yeah. you know, and of course the Riddler. So like, it just feels like there's mm-hmm. a lot to pack into this new Batman story. I feel that too. I, I feel that too. That's why it, it's not so high. It's not me. so high on my list for lots of different reasons. I'm not a superhero person really. Um, but yeah, Batman, I, I mean, I'm curious. I think that's why it's where it's at. 
Yeah, exactly. So that's your number 10. That's my number number eight. Okay, Uh, so what's your 10? My number 10, if you don't mind me doing this here, just to kind of like knock them all out here, I just want to knock out these superhero movies all, like just all at once. Just number 10. As your number 10 or just? Yeah, just like knock them out real quick. Okay, go for it. And it's basically the Marvel slate that's coming out this year. They have four movies coming out. And sure, I'm excited for them, but... um, because you have a wide range of like the excitement for me. Mm-hmm. So like Doctor Strange, I'm excited for a lot. Doctor okay. Strange in the in the Multiverse of Madness. I think uh, Thor Love and Thunder should be a lot of fun if you like Thor Ragnarok. Sure. sure. Yeah. Then I I personally have questions as to what's going to happen with Wakanda Forever, which is supposed to come out later Wakanda this year. Wakanda Forever is supposed to come out this year as well. Yeah. And I actually, because of that change, I think that pushed back the Marvels, which was supposed to be this year. You're right. I think yeah. they pushed it out of 2022. So that, that brings us there. Plus I want to add one more superhero in this mix of, uh, of movies. It's uh, the flash. Yeah. With Ezra Miller. Exactly. And that's because the reason I'm excited for is more nostalgia because Michael Keaton is reprising his role as Batman in there. Mm, so, right. th- and then like they're dealing with their own multi- uh, multiverse there. Like they're mm-hmm. trying to kickstart the multiverse thing, so that is one of the movies. So you I think just they'll run into some issues. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> ah, jokes. Ah, you gotta love them. So that's basically my number ten. Is like the superhero slate. Does that doesn't mean that every superhero I mention is not on the list? Like I may have something higher. Got you. But all of them are bundled there at number ten. Those movies Say less. That I mentioned. Say less. <laughs> there you go. So. What is your number nine? My number nine movie is Jurassic World Dominion. Ah, okay. With everybody, Chris Pratt, Bryce Ellis Howard, and the original Jurassic Park trio, Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, and Sam Neill. And that is the reason why I'm excited for it, because I hated Fallen Kingdom, Mm. and I'm not here for Jurassic World, but... I love the original trio. I'm so interested to see how they incorporate them into the story and how they wrap up the trilogy. If it can maybe save it in any way, I'm just, you know, I'm here for it a little bit. Yeah, I think that what what's going to happen there is they're going to do a lot of what we've seen in other previous type of mishmashing of franchises. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, obviously, the most prominent one is Star Wars, like with the new trilogy. You take the old yeah. and the new, you m- mash them together. What's a recent one? Ghostbusters Afterlife? Yes, that's Did another that? recent one. Yeah. yeah. So, and and um, not to get too much away, but for those who want to see a new one that just came out, Scream, the new Scream is, is, uh, right. is that. You see it in mm-hmm. the trailers because the old cast, you see them in the trailers with the new cast intermingling. So... So it, it's it's that type of we're in that time. I just love that trio and it feels like it's a big deal because they haven't really been on screen together in a Jurassic capacity. Even during their trilogy, it was just the first movie and then you couldn't you couldn't get them all three back together for whatever reason, plot wise right. or, or just behind the scenes. So I'm just like, what did they write to get them all back together? Yeah, there, it must have been something good enough. And, and then they had the budget to like throw at them and be like, you know, clear your schedule for for this. <laughs> clear your schedule. You're gonna <laughs> you're you're coming in here, making a movie. 
So that is your number nine. My number nine, yes. Your number nine. My number nine, this is a movie that is scheduled for this year, right? Mm -hmm. It is supposed to be released in November of 2022. Okay. I have a cast. I have a director. I have everything. I even have like a very slight synopsis of what the movie is. Problem is, the movie doesn't have a title. At least not official yet. Okay. So what is the movie? It, the movie is directed by David O. Russell. He is the director of the Silver and Lightnings Playbook and yeah. American Hustle. Uh, the movie, very, very plain and simple. It is a period film. A doctor and a lawyer form an unlikely partnership. It's very simple. But what is selling me on it is the cast. Who is in it? Uh, we have... Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, uh, Zoe Saldana, Robert De Niro, Timothy Oliphant, Michael Shannon, Chris Rock, Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, God. Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift? Yes, that is correct. It was announced (laughs) uh, back in June that she had joined the cast of this movie. Uh, So, yeah, like. She's going for that freaking Oscar. Hey, she. Yo. Yeah, she's trying. She's trying. Yeah, so this is uh, a movie that I I don't know what exactly to expect, but I have liked David O. Russell films before. Um, I am intrigued with the cast because he mm-hmm. does like to use ensemble casts, and he does yeah. something like American Hustle is like the prime example of it because you did have you know Bale, uh, Cooper, Renner, Lawrence, mm-hmm. Adams, like you had like a very good cast. Now, sometimes the plot loses itself when you watch one of his movies. No. Sometimes they okay, go. Okay, my eyes got really big here, guys, because that's, I agree completely with that right. statement. That's why I don't like David O. Russell movies. I'm right. Like, what and am that's I why it's at number nine, because okay. if we had a little more firm footing as to what it was, maybe it doesn't make the list or maybe it's higher on the list. But mm. I'm just taking a shot in the dark with this particular movie because I think mm. that there could be something there. So that's right. my number nine. Right. The untitled David O. Russell project. <laughs> uh, wow. So yeah, okay. That's number nine. S- number nine. So my number eight is set tentatively for a Friday, December sixteenth release. It mm-hmm. is. I don't know how long in the making. It's been many years since the first movie. Avatar two. Oh my god. <laughs> James Cameron directed and written um, sequel. I don't know what to expect from this movie. I don't know even why it's taken so long really to make and develop. I'm I have so many questions, very few answers. There's no trailer I can go off of. It's just vague set photos and just these like large promises from James Cameron. And I'm like, I don't know. Talk to me a little bit more. That's that's how I feel about the movie. Here, here's a question that I have for you. Mm-hmm. Did you like the first Avatar? I did like the first Avatar. Okay. I'm not here to say it's the best movie in the world. It's not derivative at all. Um, what have you. I don't care really about that conversation. I'm not here to bash <laughs> Avatar. But if there's a sequel that has a little bit of my attention is Avatar 2 if because if only because of the mystery surrounding this giant chunk of ch- of time that it's taken to make. Yeah, it is Because he went into Avatar 2 production immediately after Avatar. I- insane that he's Insane. This he's long. still working on it. This long. I What's know. going on? 
I, I was a different person when Avatar came out. <laughs> so was I. I was in college. I was. Yeah, in I college. think I was in high school. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I, I think what I remember from that movie, mm-hmm. I've seen it twice. Only, really? Okay, yeah, I've seen it more than two twice times. for sure. And I remember the first time seeing it in theaters with the special uh, 3D glasses because it was like a new technology and it looked cool and everything. And then when I saw it again, I was not interested that much in the story. And it kind of just sets the tone. Like if if I'm not interested in the story, I kind of lose sight of like, you know, if it's good or not, if if I lose sight of the of the plot. So. Maybe they could do something new here where they really engage you with something new. Because like you said, there's a little bit of deriv- uh, derivative. I can't even say it. Derivative. There we go. Yeah, it's, uh, what is it? Uh, Scott, co- colonization themes. It's, I think someone said Pocahontas was yeah, wrapped up po- in there Fern too. Gully was another one that people Fern mentioned. Fern Gully was people, people mentioned that one as well. I, I've, I'm fine with all that. I mean, it's like, fine. It's like, fine. <laughs> I mean, for the most part, we have the same seven stories, I believe, um, when it comes to, <laughs> you know, story, creating story yeah. and plot. Yeah. So you're going to have derivative stuff. But I quite like the world building. And again, people are going to shit on the world building, too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, that animal's basically just a horse. Right. No, like, I understand I have, that. I don't care. <laughs> I think it looks very nice. Like looks amazing. Avatar yeah. the first one. And we have experience here in Orlando because we do have, you know, that a replica land. of Pandora here yep. at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get to step foot into the land. Then there's the ride where you're riding a what is the name of their animals ecron an ecron yes yeah yeah you're right it's an ecron but that's a great ride it's a great uh, ride really good so, ride yeah so there's been a lot of positive stuff that we liked about the universe that mm-hmm. james cameron has started mm-hmm. so i guess there is some intrigue there from me it didn't make my list but um obviously i'll watch it because i mean what kind of movie is making kate winslet like set underwater records like talk to me james cameron like what are you doing what are you doing out here yeah so we'll see what james cameron has up his sleeve with avatar 2 coming this december yes (laughs) all right so that is your number eight number eight so what you already said your number eight was batman that is correct the batman the batman that was my number eight so i'm just gonna jump to my number seven Cool. So my number seven, I'm pretty intrigued by this one. Uh, it got pushed back into 2022. It was, uh, and that is, don't worry, darling. And this is the new Olivia Wilde directed film, starring Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, and Gemma Chan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just missed my list. Just missed it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. But I, I'm like, you know, I'm looking at it. I'm side eyeing it, like. <laughs> right, like, hmm, this is interesting because the plot is a 1950s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community begins to worry that his glamorous company may be hiding disturbing secrets. Yeah, yeah, I'm there. <laughs> so jumping from something like Booksmart, which is Olivia Wilde's directorial debut, mm-hmm. and now jumping into something that's a little more thriller or psychological thriller type of thing. Yeah. I'm intrigued. 
just there. to see if she can make that jump as a director to, to yeah. tell that type of story. And also there was some buzz going around about female pleasure being at the center of this movie as well. And I'm like, mm. tell me more. I'm listening. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So like things like that. Plus I love Florence Pugh. She is, you know, at the top of my list of actresses I love watching mm-hmm. uh, because every performance she brings, like she brings it. She does have mm-hmm. something new and interesting with each performance that she's given so far. So uh, her being in the one of the title characters, yeah, you know, I, I'm down. I'm down to see it. So I like it. That's like my number seven. Don't worry, Great. darling. My number seven is set to come out next month, February 11th. Mm. I know I'm going to catch some flack for this one. I don't care. It's Marry Me starring Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. On. Really? <laughs> for real. And here's the thing. I I told you the last time we went to go see or every time we go see like a rom-com in the theater, I'm like, I turned to you at some point. And I go, I'm so excited to be in the theater and watching a rom-com because the rom-com is dead, guys. I don't know if you've heard, but Netflix stole it. Yeah. And is not giving it back. It's been monopolizing romantic comedies for a while now. And when you see a big budget rom-com in a theater, it's like special. So I'm excited to see J-Lo and Owen Wilson, like two of the most unlikely people to get in a romantic relationship with each other. Maluma is in it too. Like Maluma, like, come on. Uh, they're just sticking people together at this point. Like, <laughs> I don't know what kind of chemistry we're going to see. I don't think the plot is going to be like revolutionary at all. But I'm here for the big budget rom-coms. Please go out and support these movies so that we can get more of them in theaters. That I will stand up and agree with you on. We need more rom-coms in theaters because the fact that we are not getting these you know, like mid-level budget movies mm-hmm. that you could just throw in a theater and just let people just go in and watch it, you know? Right. We're not this is getting a Valentine's them. Day movie. Yeah, exactly. Valentine's Day every year should have that major production <laughs> of a rom-com in some way or shape or form. However yeah. you want to f- put the plot together, as long as they try to end up together at the end, that's all yeah. that matters. And, yeah. you know, hijinks ensue throughout as we see in this movie, it is in the a trailer. Contri- yeah. yeah, in the trailer, it is a contrived, you know, relationship because, you know, she decides that when she finds out that her fiance is cheating on her, she decides to do something crazy and she looks impulsively cr- marries yes. a rando from out in the crowd. Yeah, because he was holding the marry me sign, which wasn't even really his. It was right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so hijinks will ensue in this movie. I'm surprised that you have this on your list, but the thing is when I was going through all the movies for the year, I was like, you know, looking at the list and going, what am I excited to see? What am I excited and looking forward to seeing? This is consistently like one of the ones that was on there and I'm surprised too. I'm just as surprised as you are, but I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to my guns here. I, I'm excited for marry me and it's kind of come out very, very soon. Right, it does. So you're going to be able to watch it in theaters and on Peacock. So if you have Peacock, you can watch it (laughs) there as well. All right. Uh, I did, we'll leave like, uh, I'm guessing we'll leave something like um, movies that didn't quite make our list maybe just before we announce like what our top one is maybe. 
Sure, I can. Yeah, I have runners yeah, yeah. up for sure. Yeah, me too. So because there was a couple that I felt like mentioning, but they didn't belong on the top ten. Mm. So we'll just keep going then. At my number six, my number mm. six movie. This one was surprising even to me, but I'm just intrigued, and that is Elvis. Ah, it's an untitled Elvis biopic. That is correct. It is the upcoming biographical music dr- musical drama. Mm. Uh, and it's by Baz Luhrmann. Uh, oh, my God. That is correct. <laughs> it stars Austin Butler as yeah. Elvis. If you have seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he played Tex in that movie. Um, the, the very funny scene at the end is like, I'm the devil and I'm here to do the devil's deed. And then Brad Pitt says to him, no, nah, it was something dumber than that when he asked about his name. So he's playing Elvis. We have Tom Hanks, who is playing the manager for Elvis in his younger years. Uh, we also have Kelvin Harrison Jr. in that movie as well. So we got a nice cast. I'm I'm skeptical on Austin the Boz Lerman part. Really? Because I'm skeptical skeptical about the Austin, Austin Butler? Butler part. Ah, yeah, I feel like okay. he's kind of untested. True. This could make him a star. This could make him a star because before this, like his biggest role was what? Obviously, Once Upon a Time. I saw in him Hollywood, on a TV but, show that was like on Netflix. Uh, it was like a fantasy oh, show. Gosh, what was it called? Was it the Shana? Yes, the Shannara Chronicles. Okay. Yeah, it was based on like a book series, and it was one of those where. My sister wanted to watch it, and I was like, otherwise we won't watch anything together, so fine, I'll watch it with you. So we watched that, and then I think it got canceled. Mm. <laughs> so, But we're I'm familiar with him there. Right, and he was like, also what, two, in that movie that, that we watched, The Dead Don't Die with Driver and Yes, he was with Murray. Selena Gomez and her yes, crew. That's correct. So, I mean, this is a test for him, for sure. This yes, is like his first is leading deal. role. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see if he's got something there. That's why I'm intrigued because this could be a star-making vehicle it could for be a, a star new making guy. Vehicle. Exactly. You know, we don't have a lot of American actors under the age of 35. Like we don't. Yeah. He's 30 right now. So right, he's super young. He's super young. Like if you try to name. American actors in that age range, you're going to have a hard time naming successful ones. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I'm excited for that, for, for having a new face to be introduced to, to widescreen or wide moviegoers pretty much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's what intrigues me the most about this project. So that is my number six, Elvis. So Jessica, what is your number six? My number six is set to be released on April 1st, 2022. Who knows if that will get pushed at all. It is Morbius, starring Jared Leto. <laughs> it is Morbius. <laughs> Why uh, are you laughing? You like it, sat back in your so seat so funny because you are one that does not like superhero movies at all. Mm-mm. And somehow this made your top 10 list of most anticipated movies. I that's don't know in- why, That's interesting. But... I'm here for like zombie, not zombie, <laughs> for vampire Jared Leto. Because I already kind of think he's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a I case mean, of like ages. really good casting. Yeah, it Jared is. Leto, I feel like, is such a bizarre character, but he is 
generally a really good actor. So for me, this is a really good get for Marvel mm. to have Jared Leto be Morbius. And I don't know what enticed Jared Leto to become Morbius and take the job other than like maybe a giant paycheck. But great point. You know, he's tends to do smaller indie movies, awards pieces and Oscar bait. And so now that he's Morbius, I'm like, what? I mean, what's so interesting about Morbius that he like takes this? Mm. So, yeah, I see what you're also, saying. Also, the trailer isn't that bad. No, it's not a bad trailer. Uh, this is, is Sony. Well. This is a Sony project. Yeah. So Sony is obviously trying to establish their own universe with mm. Morbius, Venom, and possibly hoping that they can bring back Spider-Man in some way to the to their own thing. We don't know the details of what's going on with Spider-Man and Disney. Maybe there's a, a deal or something. Who knows? I don't but, know. But like, I understand them trying to build their own universe out. Because Sony has these characters that they're just kind of hanging on to. And it's like, well, if we don't really have Spider-Man, let's, you know, use some yeah. of the other ones that live mm-hmm. in this universe. So it it looks interesting, but I don't know if I'm sold by the surrounding cast around him. Uh, because we have yeah. uh, Tyrese Gibson, who plays like a cop. Tyrese Gibson... You know? Is what just a Fast and Furious veteran? That's pretty much. And that's pretty really much really all he has, you know, going for him in terms of what most audiences would know him from. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can make something out of that here. Uh, Matt Smith, I haven't been sold on in movies. Matt Smith is a really good actor. I just don't know if he's chosen the right projects. Mm. For this Western audience because he's British and did Doctor Who. So that's like a giant British franchise. I, I'm i interested. Obviously, I feel like we keep saying that like, and we're intrigued. We're interested. And there's not much to go off of at this point. So like we're just voicing this general feeling that it could be good. Right. Exactly. It has potential. It has potential. So that is something that obviously I'm going to watch. We'll check it out. We'll see how that happens. It got pushed back from February to April because they were just concerned with everything that was going on with Omicron. So, I mean, we'll see what happens there. But, hey, I'll I'll watch it. It didn't make my list, but I will watch it for sure. Cool. Now, uh, so we're up to number five for me. Yeah. So with my number five. I will actually talk about in this moment is it comes out in April as well. I believe April 22nd. And that is the Northman. Oh, okay. Did See, it make your Northman, list? It did make my list. Okay. It's number one. Ah, uh, okay. Let's save, <laughs> let's save the conversation. That's no problem. Okay. Uh, okay. We could save the conversation since it's my number five, your number one. We'll we'll hold off. Okay, okay. We'll so go on. ahead and mention what your number five is then. My number five, I have so little information on this, but the cast and the synopsis has me like sold. <laughs> it's supposed to come out on Friday, April 29th. It is the movie 65, starring Adam Driver. Okay. The IMDb synopsis reads, an astronaut crash lands on a mysterious planet only to discover he's not alone. Oh. And I was like, 
oh i was like speechless i was just like oh my god adam driver in a sci-fi that's not star wars i was like oh god take me that sounds that sounds interesting that sounds very interesting yeah does it say who it's directed by or if there's anyone else involved in in the movie there are two young actresses Mm. like i'm talking like teenagers involved and that's it um let me look up who the director is because something like that where you have i i i enjoy a good space movie so having this be maybe I don't know what type of movie it is, but it does sound like it may be uh, a bit of a sci-fi thriller where he realizes he's not alone, right? You know, so crash landing. So there's going to be some thrills with with some a bit of propulsive action from what it sounds like at least. But maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe they take this in a different way. It is directed and written by Scott Beck and Brian Woods. Okay. Scott Beck and Brian Wood. So we got a director. Scott Beck screenplay of he did screenplay for Quiet Place. Okay. All right. So I wonder if this is his first time directing, uh, but he's jumping into the fold here. Possibly. Brian Woods is his writing partner. So they're both from Quiet Place. Okay. So so they have their hand. It's definitely a scary. I mean, I'm looking at their filmography. It's going to be a thriller. Okay. Hey, I, I'm here for that. Oh, I am so here for excited. That. Yes. That sounds really good. What was the name of the movie one more time? 65. 65. So projected mm-hmm. to be released April 29th. Yes. All right. So that is your number five. Hey, I didn't, I didn't even hear that movie. I was looking around and stuff. I didn't even hear that one. So yeah, man. there you go. Good pull <laughs> on that one. All right. My number four is a movie called... The Killers of the Flower Moon. And this is with Scorsese, our favorite oh. guy. He is directing Leonardo DiCaprio, oh, Robert De Niro. Oh, here we go. Back same to crew. Back. Yeah, I mean, it's the same crew. No, same freaking crew. Uh, but besides the two of them, we have Jesse Plemons in, in this oh, movie okay. as well. Okay. Uh, John Lithgow oh, and yes. Brendan Fraser. Oh, you got me. (laughs) Yeah. So for those who don't know what this movie is, it's actually based on a bestseller book. And it is from a 2017 nonfiction book of the same name. And it's members of the Osage tribe. It's Osage, I believe. Yeah. Members of the Osage tribe in the United States are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the 1920s, sparking a major FBI investigation involving J. Edgar Hoover. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I am excited for that. I think Scorsese. Wait, so is Leo playing Hoover? Who's? No, okay. he's not playing Hoover. Here's, here's the thing. They don't mention who's playing Hoover. They oh, do mention okay. like DiCaprio's playing Ernest Burkhart, which I believe is the lead character in the, in the novel All or right. in the Knox fiction book is what I mean. So, because it is based on a true story. Mm-hmm. So and then Robert De Niro plays William Hale. For those who have read the book, you could probably tell us a little bit more about what's going on. You can let us know at Always Critic Pod. Let us know if this is something we should truly be excited for because I have it at my number four just based off of name recognition, based mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. fact that it's a a nonfiction bestseller. Right. So and you know with the names involved. I, that's what I'm excited for. So let us know if I should be excited if you've read the book. So that is my number four, Killers okay. of the Flower Moon. Nice. All right. My number four is coming out tentatively October 7th. 
It is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. <laughs> that is my number three. Oh, okay. So we have it right around the same area. Yeah, right we do. the same ranking. We're very yeah. close. I freaking love Into the Spider-Verse so much. And I have been sort of anticipating the sequel ever since it came out. And it's finally here. <laughs> like we are in the release years. So, I mean, what else is there to say? Let me ask you this question. How do you feel about knowing that this is going to be the part, a part one of a part of a two part story? Because it is called Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Yeah, I don't mind. You don't mind, right? I'm expecting a giant cliffhanger. That's yeah, something big <laughs> is, is going to happen for us to like really gear up for the Part 2 of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really exciting because it, it seems like we're going to have most of the cast back, if not all of them. Plus, they are adding um, Issa Rae as Spider-Woman. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> so I am excited about that. That's a new character. That's a character that hasn't really ever been featured in movies or in, you know, TV shows or anything or even animated, maybe just like in cartoons. Obviously, can't, as a comic book character, she's great. Mm-hmm. Jessica Drew. And, you know, so I'm excited for that, just including. And then on top of that, we also have Spider-Man 2099 being played by Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. That's our boy. That is our boy. So that is part one, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse coming out in October. We already have a trailer for it. So check that out if if you want to, obviously. And let us know if you're excited about this. I know I am because that is my number three. That's Mm. my number three. So now what is your number Number three then? Number three. My number three is Knives Out 2, which has no name at, at the moment and no release date at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I it just missed my list. I love this cast. And I saw like these set photos of them just like in costume mm-hmm. and boarding a yacht. And it was like Daniel <laughs> Craig, Catherine Hahn, Ethan Hawke, Dave Bautista, K- Kate Hudson. And I was like, who else, please? Like, I am so excited to watch this movie and see what this like anthology series is going to turn out to be. Because if I'm understanding it correctly, I believe these stories are going to have like a different cast every time. And we're basically following uh, Benoit Benoit Blanc. Blanc. Yeah. Um, Now Benoit Blanc, I think is a bit divisive among people uh, because of the accent. Because of the accent. People sometimes will view the accent as like, oh, this is too cheesy. I don't know if I like it. Other people are like, oh, this is hilarious. I love it. So I'm I can see both sides. I can see both sides. Yeah. But I am on the side of I enjoyed it. I thought it was silly, but I don't care, but it's goofy. Yeah, like when he goes into his diatribe of the donut hole. Like Daniel Craig is so earnest with it too, and it makes it better. Exactly. Like that whole diatribe about the donut hole, the donut is, hole. is just <laughs> fantastic cinema. Like it's just, and then he's like, but we didn't have a donut hole. It was a donut <laughs> hole. And it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that. It didn't make my list. It was very close to making my list, but I, it just missed out 
just because I don't know enough, although I don't I know anything about it. One. And I think that's what's appealing to me. That's probably what's appealing. I to. know the cast. I know what they look like, like their wardrobe styling. And it looks hella fun. All right. So that is your number three. Knives yes. out too. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're down to my number two. So my number two uh, man, there were so many movies that could have fit on this list, you know? I can't <laughs> wait to talk about, like, some of our uh, movies that we missed out on. But my number two is David Fincher's David Fincher's The Killer. Okay. So this is a movie that is going to unite David Fincher with his uh, previous screenwriter from Seven, Andrew Kevin Walker. And it stars oh, Michael Fassbender. And this is going to be from Netflix. So this is a movie that's going to come out later this year. Um, it is about a serial killer, pretty much. It's a, based oh, on a man. graphic novel. It's about someone who is a contract killer and the methodology of that world and what he does. So the details of everything that goes on. This oh, might man. be a really dark movie. I think it will be. I think it will be. <laughs> They but got I'm, Michael Fassbender to play in this movie. Like whether he is or is not the serial killer, like that's going to be intense. The same writer as Seven. Are exactly. you joking? So that's what's exciting to me. I think that just about any David Fincher film is a must watch regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, even movies that maybe you don't are not enamored with. Like, for example, Mank, I thought was was fine, but... And I understood what he was doing with the movie, but it didn't really, you know, it didn't really sit well with me. It was too pretentious for me. For you, it was too pretentious. For me, it was just a little, uh, uh, I guess I can agree with the pretentious part. I really enjoy when he is really detailing something specific, something almost dark. And... Not everything has to be from a dark subject. So like, for example, the social network is not a dark subject, but the way he goes through the film and the way he breaks down the story makes it feel like dark and sinister behind the scenes of everything that's happening with Facebook. I think he gets intensity. He does. Oh, yes. And he knows how to build a scene. Oh, he's incredible. Build up in intensity and um, uh, climax. So I'm I'm scared of that movie. <laughs> that sounds like I'll be scared. And I'm super excited for that. Super excited. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. So that is The Killer that is going to be on Netflix starring Michael Fassbender, directed by David Fincher. So that is my well, number two. What is your number two? My number two is Nope. Ah, yeah. just missed my list as well. Yo, so that's supposed to come out in July, July 22nd. It stars Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, Stephen Yun. I love Stephen Yun. Obviously directed by Jordan Peele. This is, I think, the third in his... Um, I don't know what if it's a trilogy or just like these different... Oh, my God. I think it's five different topics. Oh, yeah. That that's he's right. Exploring. He, did, he did mention that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the third movie. First one was Get Out. Second one was Us. Now, Nope. Yep. And I don't know what I I'm I just take my money. <laughs> just take my money and yes. run. No, <laughs> I am excited for that as well. 
obviously there's so little to go on. There is nothing to go on. There's no <laughs> nothing to go on. Just the cast and the director. So that's exciting enough. Uh, I think that I love Get Out and I like, you know, us. Same. So with that, I need to know, can For an all deliver? New story, that so third I one. feel like it's like an A plus and then he's got like a, what, like a B minus. Right, which is not bad. Us, which is not bad. So I'm like, okay, two wrongs make a right. Let's, you know, <laughs> third one. Maybe it's brilliant, you know? Right. So I'm hoping that the third one is just as brilliant or in the vicinity as Get Out or, you know, even better than us. Like, yeah. if he if that is his range of, like, being able to bring an interesting topic in yeah. a unique way, I'm signed up. It's just that mm-hmm. all these other movies I know a little bit more you about. You have more or, info on them. Or I'm a little more intrigued by stuff. You know, so that's I'm willing why. to. And you know what? It might be like Stephen Yun being in it, which is I just love Stephen Yun. Like ever since well, Walking yeah. Dead. So yeah, you do love yourself. sub Stephen Yun. I do. Yeah, so you do. him being in the cast is a huge plus for me. It is. So. All right. So we are down to our number ones. We already know what your number one is. And yeah. we'll talk about <laughs> it in just a second. But. I just wanted to mention a couple of movies that didn't quite make my list. Like Nope was one that didn't make my list. It it just missed out. Knives 2 was another one. Uh, two movies that we have not mentioned that I want to mention real quick. And that is uh, Top Gun Maverick. Mm. Did that get pushed again? It got pushed back to this year. And oh, okay. it will be released in May of this year. You did see. Uh- I have seen this movie. You've seen it already. <laughs> it's almost two years going that I have seen this movie now. Wow. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed what I saw. I saw pretty much an almost finished version of the movie. The only thing that was missing was some of the digital effects in the third act. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of that was still like storyboard stuff. So like it was like, you know, like a digital rendering of a plane or whatever. Uh, but for the most part, this movie is done. I think... When I went to that screening, they were kind of getting feedback as to possibly the ending because of the mm-hmm. fact that it wasn't quite finished like the digital effects. They're probably looking they were probably looking at that time, mm-hmm. you know, what could we change here and there? So I am excited to see what type of changes were made to that to the final product mm-hmm. of the movie. So that that's why it's anticipated for me. And one more that I wanted to mention is a movie called Bullet Train. This is Directed by David Leach. Uh, he is the producer of John Wick. He directed Atomic Blonde. And this movie sounds so exciting to me. Uh, <laughs> it's five assassins are aboard a fast-moving bullet train, and they all find out that their missions have something in common. Oh, my goodness. So it's like a mystery. So it's like a mystery and an action movie at the Ooh. same time. And the cast is pretty good. It, it's Brad Pitt is starring in the movie. We have Sandra Bullock, Zazie Beetz, Aaron Taylor Johnson. We have oh uh, Michael Shannon, Brian Ooh. Tyree Henry, Hiroyuki oh Sanada, who played, uh, he played uh, Scorpion in Mortal yeah. Kombat, but we've seen him in a bunch of He's movies. He's a great Japanese. Uh, oh, Joey King, Logan Lerman. Uh, Logan so, Lerman. Logan Lerman. That is correct. So just tell me the day and time. And we there. have one more person, <laughs> and I can't wait to shout this guy out. This guy is basically taking over the world. He is everywhere. 
He is, it? is a music star, and this guy is now jumping into movies. I am talking about Benito Martinez, a.k.a. Bad Bunny. Shut up! He's in this movie. So, oh my god, I can't wait because Bad Bunny. Oh my god. That is correct. He's been a wrestler, right? Yes, like, he has. Yeah, he's been a wrestler. <laughs> he was he was in uh just an event that happened this week in the Royal Rumble. Uh this guy is everywhere. Like this guy <laughs> has he is one of the biggest artists in the world. He's like, so charismatic. He is. And now he's jumping into movies. He's gonna be he's gonna I be making a, an appearance in Bullet Train. So I'm excited for that. That's a movie I'm excited for. Uh, didn't Ooh. quite make my list yet because I want to see a trailer. I want to see something from it. Mm. So th- you want to get the vibe. Yeah, those are some of the movies that didn't quite make my list. Do you have any that didn't quite make your for list? For me, um, a mess of <laughs> Marvel movies: Thor, Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange. I have The Woman King here which stars Viola Davis and Lashana Lynch. It's directed mm. by Gina Prince-Bythewood. Ooh. That sounds Love interesting. Basketball. <laughs> yes. Ooh, that yes. sounds interesting. I am very interested in it. It's, uh, yeah, The Woman King. I have Don't Worry Darling. I have Babylon with Brad Pitt, Tommy McGuire, Margot Robbie, Olivia Wilde. I have Disenchanted, which is the Enchanted sequel. That's right. I don't know if that's going to be any good. But it it's might on be here. bad, but who goes? Might be bad. Hocus Pocus 2 might be bad, but it's on here. Uh, I have Pinocchio as well from that's right. That Guillermo is that, del Toro. That's this year. Yeah, and it's going to Netflix. And Tom so. Hanks' Geppetto? Am I right about that, or Ooh, is that a different I, one? I think that's a different that one. That might be a different one. I might be Yeah, wrong. this one has Ewan McGregor, Kate Blanchett, and Rom Perlman. Oh, okay. Pearl yeah, that's Man. a completely different version. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, this one's a... a Stop motion. Oh, okay. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. You're right about that. Because yeah. I th- I believe Disney has a live action one of their own as well. And yeah, Tom Hanks is playing Geppetto. That's what it is. That I got it confused. That's yeah. why. All right. So that leaves us to our number ones. So since we already mentioned yours, we'll go ahead and we'll talk about it since we're both excited on it. It's on both of our lists. That is The Northman. The Northman, starring Anya Taylor-Joy and Alexander Skarsgård. <sighs> so we've seen a trailer for this movie. There is a trailer. There is a trailer. This is a movie directed by Robert Eggers. Robert Eggers is known for his... The Lighthouse. Uh, yes, The Lighthouse and The Witch. The Witch. That is correct. <laughs> so Anya Taylor-Joy, you know, working Coming again up from with... The witch. Yeah, exactly. Working with... Robert Eggers. Uh, the cast is really good, though, outside of those two, because you have Willem Dafoe, Nicole Kidman, Nicole Kidman Bill Skarsgård, Ethan Hawke, uh, yeah. Bjork, randomly. Bjork! <laughs> My brother loves Bjork, by the way. I know. Just that's what loves. makes me laugh. Yeah. He so adores her. I, I, what I'm intrigued by is the fact that it looks like it's going to have like a good amount of action, right? Mm. But what I'm intrigued even more intrigued by is that we know Robert Eggers has like this like type of movie that he made. Yes. (laughs) Twisted. (laughs) Oh, he kind of does. He's got a twisted mind. So I don't feel like the trailer is remotely telling the full story. No. There's some element he's holding back. Oh, for sure. Like there's going to be some crazy, like it's going to feel like psychedelic. Is going to, really messes up oh i just know sure for sure because he has a knack of really like he's getting at you and he's kind of 
poking at you, like with mm-hmm. disturbing things throughout his movies. And as it gets to the third act, it really digs in yeah. to you. And, it and just, he forces you to make decisions about how you felt about the movie, what it means, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's not the a Northman subtle is, sit down. Does it, yes. And the Northman's trailer is sort of like an A to B to C. And I'm like, where's the, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, you know? Right. And that's. But they're not going to tell us on the trailer. Of course not. They can't. I just have to watch it. And I love Alexander Skarsgård. He appears in the trailer, like no uh, uh, topless and like covered in blood. And I'm just like, this is my bag. Like, (laughs) I don't know. He is a giant. He is. He is like so much man. So I can't, I'm like, Yes. I'm so excited. It's my number one movie. It's it's going to be very exciting. I had a number five, but I, I'm with you there. I'm really excited yeah. to see this movie. And we don't have to wait too much longer because it does come no. out in April, April 22nd. Yes. So that is going to be your number one, The Northman, yeah. directed yeah. by Robert Eggers. My number one, you mentioned in your, uh, you know, best of the rest type of list. Okay. And for me, it is Babylon. Ah. Uh. I am all in on Damien Chazelle. I think he is one of the best directors in Hollywood. Uh, He's only made three movies, but I have not. None of them for me have been bad at all. Actually, two of the three appeared on our 2010s list of best movies of the decade. And in my own personal, he's made two of my 10 favorite movies of the 2010s. La La Land and Whiplash. Yeah. Um, the man has a command of the camera. He also has a command of color. He is someone that I'm just so intrigued and so excited about what he's going to do next. So that so for those who don't know, uh, although Jessica did mention, this is a movie that stars Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Tobey Maguire, Olivia Wilde. And the plot synopsis is not really a synopsis. It's more like, The movie takes place in the 1920s, set in old Hollywood, during the transition period of silent films to talkies. During that time period is when it's Mm -hmm. set. So we don't know anything else besides that, except that it's going to be released in December. So we do know this is going to be Oscar Oscar Bay, a huge player for the Oscars for the next year. And... I just can't wait because I I like the cast. Do you want to take bets? Like, I think it's in black and white. What do you think? I think it's going to be in black and white. Part of it. I think half of it will be silent. And then the other half will be a talkie. I don't think the entire movie is going to be in black and white if it is in black and white. I agree. I agree. I think part of it will be. Then it'll transition to The aspect ratio will change as well. Oh, that'd be hilarious. I don't think so, <laughs> but but it would be I hilarious think he's if just, it did. He's, he picked such an influential time period in film, you know? He really did. So I think he's gunning for Oscars. This, this is the type of stuff the, the Academy loves. They really Movies do. Movies about itself. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do enjoy being able to look at themselves and be like, hey. Looking at you, the artist. Isn't Hollywood great? You know, yeah. like they do they love, love that. They love movies about Tinseltown. I mean, La La Land was, La La Land. was sweeping Oscars until, you know, at the end they – they Moonlight. mixed it up and <laughs> and then gave it to Moonlight afterwards. So, yeah, Hollywood loves that. And I'm just excited for everything that Chazelle does because until he makes a bad one, I am 
all in on every project <laughs> that he that he's done. So yeah. So that is our top nice. ten movies that we are anticipating for twenty twenty two. Yeah. If there is a movie that we didn't mention that you're anticipating, let us know at Always Critic Pod. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Go ahead and send us a message. Hey, you forgot this movie. And let us know. Let us know if you're anticipating something this year that we didn't cover. We'd love to talk to you guys about it. Uh, Besides that, if this is your first time listening, thank you for checking us out. We really appreciate it. Uh, Go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. Go ahead and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You could do it on both. That goes a long way for us. If you're already subscribed, if you already follow us on socials, then there's one more thing you can do. Consider becoming a patron. You can go ahead and that goes a long way for us because we are trying, excuse me, we are trying (laughs) to grow the show even more. Yeah. So Jessica, where can they follow us on Patreon? You can head to patreon.com slash alwayscriticpod. For as little as $2 a month, guys, just become a patron. I know you love us enough to spend $2 a month on us and help make our show even better. So with all that said, that has been our episode for the top movies that we're anticipating for 2022. I'm Rico. And I'm Jessica. And this has been the Always a Critic podcast. (laughs) 